I observed something relatively new and it is um, the fact that you can use the apostrophe LL after people's names like when you say blessing will so um, usually we don't sometimes we don't say I say usually sometimes we don't usually say blessing will come just say blessing will come you you've you know rockbo <laughs> as Yoruba you have rockbo rockbo is replaced so not really rockbo you have merged them together so in this book I noticed that you can you can do that in all my years of learning English and studying in, studying English and teaching English it has never occurred to me to do that at least not with LL you know blessing will the UI blessing apostrophe LL like that's never so when I saw that here I was thinking why haven't I seen that before why why page 70 this is this book is fiction so um I'll tell you the story the 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 part where I like it might not make so much sense but I'm just going to use the highlight to tell you the story you know how it goes now just I'm explaining this because this is our first fiction book so let's get into it page 70 the silence depressed me it wasn't the silence of silence it was my own silence let me read that again the silence depressed me it wasn't the silence of silence it was my own silence do you understand what the silence of silence is like the silence of when things are silent like nobody's in my room right now aside me so my room is quite silent so that silence is just the silence of silence but my own silence is just you're so quiet it's as if your con- your conscience has, has left you ay 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 immediately that part got to me because I know what that feels like first of all and I like the description Sylvia Platt is quite good with metaphors <laughs> she's quite good with metaphors I like the way she writes but normally I'm um, we're, I'm typically impressed by I'm, I'm typically impressed by how people describe sadness it's like we are very good at romanticizing sadness so we get really poetic and really nice with sadness and it's very obvious to, to use poetic it's very obvious to see poetic language in in sad books books that um describe sadness so you you it it draws you in you know like things are just in, for people like me anyway who like um words and the creative use of words we're usually drawn in by things like that but you have to be careful because at some point you <laughs> you will not be able to um decipher which which one is my feeling which one is actually from the book okay i feel bad for this character but i'm not this character so <laughs> this is I, this is why i feel a bit troubled because every time i go on tiktok um at the point where i was trying to like come up with a theme for my youtube channel and for the books that i'll be reading i decided that the topics were quite different from what i'm doing now the topics were a bit out there it was as if i was trying to like um 
market myself to everyone or try to get clout. I'm still trying to get clout, but now I'm I'm doing it for like a really really good reason. At least anything has to do with God is a good reason, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but that time I was just trying to like get followers and get money. Um, just recently, God redeems our lives like in every moment. <laughs> um, so the topics were a bit different. They were different. I also wanted to read as many fiction books as possible. So I was all the topics that I wrote were heavily. Um, they required me to read fiction heavily. So one of them was, I want to be that girl. You know that girl now, like that girl. Well, if you use social media, TikTok, WhatsApp, YouTube, you must have seen it. That's if you're a girl and, you know, they give you things like that to watch. The algorithm gives you things like that to watch. But that girl is typically um, the hit girl. The girl that works out. The girl that hit that... Ooh, damn. That age factor about to sneak in. The girl that eats well. The girl that looks great. The girl that is pretty... Um, she just looks good. She has. She, she she looks like she has her life together. She's. She looks healthy. She looks good. Like real good. She eats well. She works hard. She she seems focused. No man is troubling her life. Things like that. She may or may not have a boyfriend, but if she does have a boyfriend, the relationship looks good on the internet. That is the concept of that girl. Let's not talk about how she. Let's just let's. You know what that girl is good. So, um. I was going to read on something like that and or I was going to read on that and also on I feel depressed but I started realizing that the topics that I was writing on that I wrote I made a list up to like 50 topics they were not some of them they were not really me because I, I don't feel alone I said I, I, I feel alone so I read social number of books I want to follow love so I read social number of books I'm not interested in any of those things Um, I'm not interested in falling in love or not falling in love I'm not interested in um, what's it called? Except the person I fall in love is Jesus. Like we're going deeper, baby. Um, so I'm not. I don't feel alone. Living every day with the Holy Spirit, do you think like it's even dragging me? Like, baby, you have not spoken to me in five minutes. This is me. <laughs> it's not that clingy. <laughs> it's not that clingy, but it can be really clingy. Okay, he, he, he knows my work. He knows what I do. So it's not entirely clingy. But anytime... I started talking about the relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's just, it differs in each moment. Like in each moment, in one moment, it's time for prayer. So you have to approach him like, this is my God. This is my deity. This is the God that I worship. You know, put my feet, my knees to the ground. If I'm wearing beads, put on beads, wear the attire for worshippers. It's an attitude, less about what you're wearing. It's an attitude, and then you worship, you pray, you command things. Then there's another place where you're just dancing and giving praise because it's that God too that does things for you. Then there's another place where it's just, it just wants to kiss your cheek. Baby, how are you doing? Baby, tell me, tell me what's it, what's that? Huh? So there's that, and there's, there are just some places where you just sit down and have a conversation that's part of the baby part too so in places like that when it goes too long without that it starts to complain how did i get here how did i get here i i don't know how i got here but the silence depressed me we're talking about a girl in the book now we're talking about a girl her name is esther Mm, 
she is quite a she's quite the straightest student she was really good in school um she's in the university right now in our second to last level and she also worked under one of the best editors in town in a fashion writing sort of company and but this, there's a lot wrong with that. From that sentence I wrote, silence depressed me. It wasn't the silence of silence, it was my own silence. I beg. You should know immediately the type of vibe that she that she has. Okay, this is what I wanted to say. I wanted to say that everywhere I looked, so when I had those topics in mind and I went online to go and check the books that I could read under that. And the place I went was just like TikTok, um Pinterest. And I don't know, at that point, was I checking Google? Um, I don't remember. But every time I went there, I would always see this book, Belgia, under, under that category of um, depressed girl. I'm depressed and everybody hates me. Or I'm depressed and I hate everybody. Or I'm a Luna. Like, read this if you're a Luna. Then they will bring out like a bunch of books. This book, in about... In all the videos I watched, and I watched a lot of videos, just go to book, TikTok, um, book talk. You are going to understand what I mean. Um, but that when I went there, there were there were so many videos that had this book in it, recommendation for sad girl, alone girl, things like that. So a lot of teenagers, people that run book talks are usually quite young. Um, they're young. They are between. They're in their twenties and teenagers, so but older people do it, but they are not as many as the people that are in their twenties. So all these children are reading. I call them children. I see. <laughs> I'm your mommy. <laughs> so I said that respect. <laughs> it's a joke. Let's just keep it going. Um. All these children, all these people, let's be respectful. All these people are reading this book and romanticizing the lifestyle. Okay, I don't know if they're romanticizing the lifestyle, but all of them are putting this book up and they're asking you to read it if you're a sad um, person. I don't know if I'll recommend you to read. I won't recommend you to read something sad when you are sad. I don't. I I won't. Knowing what I know now, I won't. I won't give you that. I won't even give you sad music to listen to. For what? I won't even give you Christian music that are sad to listen to. I won't even encourage you to indulge in your sadness, like in any way. First of all, what are you sad about? I guess it depends on what you're sad about. You're sad about the death of somebody. I probably still won't give you something. Something sad to, to listen to or watch or like I I just want maybe I give something motivational to listen to and to watch or talk to you about something motivational. But make you recommend this type of book. I don't even recommend this. Do I recommend this book? No, not anyway. Except you are looking for like ed- for educational purposes as for pleasure. They say no. The author kills herself. Yeah. Um, she she kills herself. I'm suicide. So. And the character in this book, um, our mental health deteriorates so much that she ends up in 
an asylum. Uh, it's it's just bad. The entire thing is bad. Like she goes from just being sad, then she's depressed, then she was always depressed, yeah, and lost and felt very empty. Then it just got worse and worse and worse. She lost her scholarship. She left the university and went back home to stay with her mom. Um, she she has issues with men. She she always anytime she gets in that position to have sex you shouldn't have sex student of god you know not outside marriage but she, in this character this character when she has when she wants to have sex she's a virgin by the way she grew up christian she, she grew up going to church not christian she grew up going to church and oh see her life was problematic joe quite problematic If another person, I hope you know what you're getting the same time you listen to my podcast. Because, um, in school, when I was in school, I didn't. We read a lot of fiction. We read a lot of fiction. Um, at least in a course, we could have about ten books to read. It didn't mean that we read everything, no. But we had at least ten ten books to read in each course, and we could have like between, like maybe at least seven courses between seven to 12 or 13 courses per year per semester is it per semester yeah per semester so per semester you can have like between seven to 13 courses and then you have books spread across um those courses but we didn't read everything and i was very scattered in university i hardly read anything how i passed with a 2-1 from the university of Badon. it's a miracle god loves me even when I was an absolute mess. Um so back to what I was saying. What was I saying? That is it's hard to say. I don't remember what I was saying. I'm just going to keep talking. If if I had a <laughs> a co-host, it'd be easier because why the person's talking, I'll think of what I was saying. But now I have to keep talking to I can't stop and think because if I do stop and think, I'll remember. No, I can't stop and think. So let's just move on. I apologize. My memory is quite good. It's just when I start talking excitedly about something else and about something else, it gets a little messy. Page 100. All my life at home myself, studying and reading and writing and working like mad was what I wanted to do and actually seemed to be true. I did everything well. I did everything well enough. Oh, I was talking about us reading fiction books. Okay, yeah, I remember. Um, We're reading, fi- we're reading fiction books, but we have methods of um reading. We have methods of interpretation we have theories that we use to interpret the work the works that we read so we could use feminism as a theory and read books through feminine feminist lenses or we could use um psychoanalysis to look at the author's life and then look at the novel itself and so many other theories like that many many theories so there there was no christian theory (laughs) there was no christian theory to look at the work and most of the time our lecturers just 
um i think they're just they're trying to teach us how to be modern and how to read literature like how um and also teach us all those theories that people have developed over time but nobody used the old christian lens to go through the text that we're reading so that's what i'm here for i'm not helping you use um psychoanalysis although we can do a bit of that with the help of the holy spirit but i'm going to judge everything according to the bible so while i feel sorry for him for the main character i feel sad for her i she got really really lost because um she got really really lost like really really lost and she got more disappointed and more disappointed in men especially and people and there was nobody that she could talk to like that eventually when she went to the asylum and she was able the the first therapist that she had was not even paying attention to her he just threw her into a place where she had shock therapy and it was so painful then the second one she had where she eventually got to the asylum after she attempted suicide the first one that she had that was not that was before the suicide this is her attempt then the other one was after where she was in the asylum and the best thing helped her a bit was a woman helped her a little bit but still she didn't kill herself at the end though the end just the end was just where um she was going to go in for a meeting where the doctors would decide if she's um free to go and then they don't tell her if she they don't tell us if she's free to go or not although a friend who was also in the asylum with her hangs herself so there's a lot now that you know the entire story let's rush through all the rush, let's rush through all the things that i highlighted all my life, I've told myself studying and reading and writing and working like mad was what I wanted to do. And it actually seemed to be true. I did everything well enough and got all A's. And by the time I made it to college, nobody could stop me. I was a college correspondent for the town gazette and editor of the literary magazine and secretary of honor board. We deal with academic and school social offenses and punishment a popular office and i had a well-known woman poet and professor on the faculty championing me for graduate school at the biggest universities in the east and promises of full scholarships all the way and now i was apprenticed to the best editor on an intellectual fashion magazine and what did i do but bulk and bulk like a dull cat horse this was when the the person she's working for asked her um what she's interested in. Like is she know is she interested in her work? Then she said, I'm very interested in everything. What she said was boring. Like I'm very interested in everything. The words fell with a hollow flatness on JC's desk desk, like so many wooden nickels. I'm glad of that. Like she she was just lying. Like she didn't know. She was. She felt very dead inside. This almost feels like me because I'm that literary student. I'm that student that also like did well in school, even though without a lot of effort. But I still did well. No, I mean not like not dedicated, principled effort like I have now, but like I just read to pass. Um, but this was me, and I understand how she feels to to an extent because I also 
go to a point where I go very dead inside. And then let's just let's just go on. You understand? I'll explain some more. Um as we move on. What do you have in mind after you graduate? I hated this question too. <laughs> what I always thought I had in mind was getting some big scholarship to graduate school or a grant to study all over Europe. And then I thought I'd be a professor and write books of poems or write books of, or write books of poems. I don't know. And write books of poems or write books of poems and be an editor of some sort. Usually I had these plans on the tip of my tongue. I don't really know. I heard myself say I felt a deep shock hearing myself say that because the minute I said it, I knew it was true. It sounded true and I recognized it. The way you recognize some nondescript person that's been hanging around your house, around your door for ages and then suddenly comes up and introduces himself as your real father and looks exactly like you. So you know he really is your father and the person you thought your life was your father is a sham. I don't know. She didn't know. First, there's uh, there's nothing. Um. Okay. There's everything wrong with feeling dead inside. There's something wrong with not knowing where you're going. But these things can be fixed. But you, but you just have to be really patient with yourself, and know where to seek help from. Like, there was nobody around her. Like this character who actually talk to her and pray for her and just support her she didn't have anything like that so and she wasn't she didn't talk to people like that she had a friend but they just had fun together like went out met people met boys that's what they did so it was a lot and every time she would come back in feel worse she would feel dirty then she would come back in take a very long um take a bath in it in her tub with hot water then she'll feel cleaner it was a mental thing she she just thought this thing she just started <laughs> this part is funny the water had um this was she was then she was um, remarking on how far she had come so um some literary woman invited her over to her house for lunch then this was the first time she first saw a finger bowl so the water in the bowl had a few cherry blossoms floating in it and i thought it must be some clear sort of japanese after dinner soup and ate every bit of it including the crisp little blossoms mrs guinea never said anything and it was only much later when i when i told a debutant um when i told a debutant i knew at college about the dinner that i learned what i had done she wasn't supposed to drink the water and eat the flowers she was supposed to wash her fingers (laughs) she ate everything the funny part was the woman did not tell her. The woman didn't say anything. Was she trying to spare the embarrassment? Which one is even worse? I would carry this for my like 
for maybe the, my entire life to be honest i will remember this i will not for, i will not remember you just telling me oh oh no you're supposed to watch that i was like oh wow okay wow see my ignorance showing i'll make it i'll make a joke out of it like i don't know everything but this one where you don't tell me to protect me and then i find out come on come on this is worse <laughs> this is worse um so okay this meant i just just listen to this this meant i couldn't get a good job after college my mom kept telling me nobody wanted a plain english major but an english major who knew shorthand was something else again everyone would want her she would be in demand among all the up-and-coming young men and she would transcribe um letter after trailing letter the trouble was the trouble was i hated the idea of seven men in any way i wanted to dictate my own trailing letters besides those little shorthand symbols in the book my mother showed me seemed just as bad as let t equal time and let s equal the total distance <laughs> okay i just wanted to mention there that um sh- mm, my mother was trying to encourage her to take shorthand so that she would be more valuable in the workforce um but she was not interested in seven men that way, like piping for them. And take note, this is not um this book was written in I don't remember the year, but not now, like maybe nineteen nineteen fifties, no. Um earlier than that. So it's a different time. And people were still using shorthand. Do people see you shorthand? I don't know. The one thing I was good at was winning scholarships and prizes, and that era was coming to an end. Here, thoughts. She feels anxious, but the anxiety is not even showing. The anxiety has cooled into into something else. Anytime you get to this point, if you're an anxious person, you get to this point, not the point where you're confident or you feel strong, just the point where um everything is just a sad thing you've accepted all your limitations you've accepted that you're not good enough you've accepted that um your life is shit and then you don't feel motivated to work at it or seek help please seek help you've crossed the line it's a troubling line Um, finally, I decided that if it was so difficult to find a red-blooded intelligent man who was still pure by the time he was 21, I might as well forget about staying pure myself and marry someone who wasn't pure either. Then when he decided to make my life miserable, I would make his life miserable as well. I was thinking, I was thinking that this is the thought behind women who marry men that they know that they are very sure cheat on them it always drove me like i could i always couldn't comprehend like you know that this guy cheats he has been cheating throughout your relationship through your 10-year courtship exaggeration but it's possible 10-year courtship 
and you still marry him and you are fine with the old cheating thing and maybe you're even the type that calls the girl and it's like this man is married don't do this and you don't you don't confront him about these things and oh then you go cheat you also cheat he cheats you cheat you all have fun so that used to confuse me not anymore sure. um because it's the same thought here this girl is a virgin the man that she a boyfriend she had a boyfriend and she felt betrayed by him because she was a virgin and she thought it was a virgin too so randomly she asked him um have you ever had sex before have you ever done any of that so it tells her yes that it was with some some waitress who wanted him that was older than him he was 16 at the time there was some waitress who wanted him and they had sex like every day for the entire summer so it was a shock to her because she thought that every time he kissed her and every time he held her hand it was because he thought she was very very sexy and he couldn't he couldn't help but be compelled by her by his attraction for her to kiss her and to hold her hand so her entire sexiness her sense of being wanted was contingent on him wanting her but not just wanting her but him wanting her genuinely <laughs> but now she couldn't trust it because um it just became an act to her like you already know what's up so and now you could be acting to just have my body or to just enjoy the pleasure that you already know so i understand that that a lot i know what that feels like um but she he proposed to her along like after i proposed to her she said no of course she said she was she doesn't want to get married she told him she didn't want to get married um but that was her thoughts one other time where some guy was trying to get with her she started thinking slot 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 like that was what was going on in her head because of the whole indoctrination that her mom gave her about sex like her mom was a catholic woman so she made her read many articles about sex and how it's bad and this and that so it was only normal that when somebody was trying to have sex with her the words in her head were um those of condemnation slot 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 i'm not saying that having sex outside marriage is good i'm saying that the effect of a mother like all those things have effects women mothers especially if you want to be a good role model for your daughter i want to mirror healthy sex life and healthy sexiness and loving your body enough to enjoy sex and enjoy your partner you gotta do it you gotta show your daughter you can't frighten her into the truth it's not right it will cause more problem more problems than than you might keep her away from sex forever <laughs> if you frighten her enough and that is that what we want i don't think so but you know 
teach her to abstain from sex, but teach her that her body is beautiful. Okay, so that she's not thinking slow, slow, slow when she eventually wants to have sex with her husband. Oh, so crazy. Um, I thought if only I had a keen, shapely bone structure to my face or could discuss politics shrewdly or was a famous writer Constantine might find me interesting enough to sleep with and then I wondered if as soon as he came to like me he would sink into ordinariness and if as soon as he came to love me I would find fault after fault the way I did with Buddy Willard and the boys before him so yeah Very deep self-esteem issues there. And also not wanting to give herself to anybody. <laughs> I think that's only because she hasn't figured out what to do with her life. And she hasn't learned that, you know, when you love somebody, you have to accept they are, they are good and bad. The bad should not be like, it beats me, it breaks my head, he doesn't love God, he doesn't um know how to like discipline himself he doesn't have a lot of self-control when i mean bad i don't even know what what bad is like i don't know just find somebody good she's going to get married i thought how strange that never occurred to me before that i was only purely happy until i was nine years old i don't even know do i need to express you already know that she's sad we can move on from sadness. Um, people call that neurotic. And this is another thing that shaped our uh, thoughts. Of course, it was a small class. Oh, oh, listen to this. This also tells us the type of person that she is. Of course, it was a very small class. And I, I had sent in my story a long time ago. And hadn't heard from the writer yet, but I was sure I'd find the letter of acceptance waiting on the mail table at home. I decided I would surprise JC and send in a couple of the stories I wrote in the class under a pseudonym. Then one day, the fiction editor would come in to JC personally and plop the stories down on her desk and say, Here's something they cut above the usual. And JC would, ag- would agree and accept them and ask the author to launch, and it would be me. She is quite the daydreamer. She is quite the daydreamer. Not daydreamer, like the very unrealistic. Um, maybe you we could interpret this as her having great confidence in her in her writing skills, or we could interpret this as I know how these writing things go. You have a great story and it's fine, but uh, I don't know. Maybe she was confident, but the point is she didn't she didn't get that position, and her life went to shit after that, you know. Cause she knew that it was end on error, and then she didn't get that one, um, this thing, and she couldn't pivot or walk through it. Some sadnesses can be really overwhelming. Like you literally can see depression is blindness on another level. So I can understand all her decisions but if you ever don't fall into this trap it's a dark pit and it always takes time to claw out of it 
Now you can also have instant deliverance, but you also need your mind to be renewed. So it takes time. Mm. The doctor sent out to get um the shock therapy. She got her brains fried. Her depression got worse. When it came right down to it, the skin of my wrist looked so white and defenseless that I couldn't do it. It was as if what I wanted to kill wasn't in that skin or the thin blue pores that jumped under my thumb or something else deeper and more secret and a whole lot other to get at this book was not popular when this when sylvia platt was alive sylvia platt was alive it wasn't popular people didn't like it in america but they said like it in england she's an american then she kills herself then the book got even more popular in england and then eventually they made it popular in america too then a lot of people have read it i've described all the tiktok videos with young adults romanticizing this book um now it's only i know this i know these words i recognize all these feelings because they were my feelings at one point and i know that it takes you people writers don't just write you know they and for you to be able to write and describe things like this you need to have felt it and there are different levels of sadness okay there are like different levels of sad like if you read something like this and person's alive you're supposed to call them like hey how you doing you know this type of thing you call them it's not even up to the wrist part from the very beginning of the book when she said detailing all those feelings and then she detailed it from the beginning of the book to the end of the book you're supposed to call your friend. If your friend ever writes something like this, fiction, non-fiction, call them. Call them. Better their lives until they tell you what's up. But, you know, do it with a bit of tact so that they don't run away from you. Uh, so, what she wanted to kill wasn't in the skin or in the pulse. It was something deeper. She's right. She's so right about that there was one time when i was depressed i i don't remember where i was coming from but i was coming from outside the hostel and i was going towards my room i was in 400 level and there was nobody on the corridor i wanted to scream but it was a hostel of girls <laughs> and when you scream i usually me when people scream they hostel, i always think something's wrong with them but i got to bite i didn't live in the hostel for 200 and 300 level so when i got to the hostel 400 level and ladies would just scream and i'm like <gasps> What happened to her? Then just realized that she was probably just happy. Or somebody frightened her. And everybody just lives their life as if they didn't just hear somebody scream loudly. Me, I'll be there. Worried about somebody's child that is having fun. So I never felt like it was the appropriate place to scream. There was no place to scream and I wanted to scream. So it was trapped inside my body. And I felt like... Um, if I were to escape my body that everything would be fine so I started tearing at my like I was I was tearing at my skin thank god my nails are not 
like pretty blunt so i was staring at my skin to feel like like if i could just come out then i'll feel better because my body's a trap i walked down that corridor and shoved whatever i felt entered my room and went to lay on my bed did not think of the whole thing depression you don't always think about all those things i should have been worried about myself that what the f- what was that what were you trying to do trying to come out of your body what ta- what is the meaning of trying to come out of your body what does it even mean to think that you feel better once you leave your body like where is that devilish thoughts coming from i did not think of that i didn't think about it i just went to sleep or probably stay watching friends friends with my companion that time um a lot uh okay yeah my mother laughed at me do you think they would take somebody like you right off the bat why you you've got to know all those catechisms and credos and believe in them lock stock and barrel a girl with your sense so um she told her mommy that she was that um what if she wants to be a catholic and become a nun so I'm with last and says somebody like you, a girl with your sense. Um that that is a problem right there. That is an example of separating individual um no not individualism, separating intellectualism from God, like in your intellect, separating it from God, thinking that because you have sense, um you will not be able to believe in God and believe and do all your catechism and your credos that is that is a problem that is a problem for me a girl with your sense is that supposed to be who like it's all good right there in that with that sentence and greater than god because of your sense that was also me so you know trying to think my way into whatever it is or thinking that my thoughts were supreme because Oh, I have this nice thought and it sounds so deep. Bullshit. Mm. So she ends up in the asylum. They ask her what her problem was. She said, I can't, I can't sleep. Then they interrupted her. But the nurses say, said, um, you slept last night. And then she said, I can't read. That was her problem. She couldn't sleep when she went to her mom's house and she went to her first therapist. Her complaint was that she couldn't sleep she couldn't read and she couldn't eat so now she tried killing herself they found her and she's in the asylum she can sleep she can read she can eat she talks to people things get better then she has sex with some random guy and she bleeds she bleeds a whole lot a lot more than like the tiny drops that we see in hollywood movies that's when they disvergent somebody like she bleeds she hemorrhages and i think she has to be taken to the hospital but she she got better and then at the end just they're going to decide if they will release her or not although her boyfriend comes the ex-boyfriend that she gave up on because he had had other people before her point was not that he had slept with somebody before her point was she hasn't slept anybody. So she felt she had to go and sleep with somebody. She didn't. She just broke up with him. She just told him she was not going to get married. After years. So, um, so the title comes from... The title, the Belgian, comes from... 
the Belgian that she sees in the hospital when this boyfriend, when they were young and everything was too good, he took her to the hospital because he was trained to be a doctor. He took her to the hospital and he showed her the cadavers of babies and they were put in bell jars like in different different sizes like she they commented on the sizes of the baby and talking about this just makes me creeps me out reading it is one thing talking about it is another thing so she compares her own life the way it feels like she's very still and lifeless to the babies that she saw in those bell jars when she was younger that's how i guess the title Okay, so up here. If you are depressed, please seek help. Like, if you can't be happy steadily, because I don't think some people understand depression. If you can't be, maybe not even happy, but content, you should be happy anyway. But content, at least contented, where you don't feel sad Um. for a week, for like a week. Even, you might feel sad like every day, but the things that make you feel sad should be maybe your brother annoyed you or like something very in the moment those are the things that should make you sad aside that move on maybe you saw a bad accident that's what maybe you even remember that for like a while stay off all those things it's not good for your mind um and you see them for like and you think about it so for that entire week or two weeks you're sad about that thing that you saw protect yourself from things like this um the world is full of them but do your do your best some things we can't avoid, but do your best to protect yourself from things. I don't play with my mental health. I don't play. Things that we absorb affect us in so many ways. So, so many ways. Like all these books that I'm reading now. Me and my prayer, we are best friends now. Because I don't want anything sitting in my mind that will change um, who I am. Or I'm just believing something that I shouldn't believe. And it's stopping me. Like it's preventing me from having a deeper relationship with God. Or making me not see God in the way that I should see him. Which limits me. And limits the way he can use me. Uh, just <laughs> limits so many things. So I'm here trying to tell God like, please, anything that is not making me see you properly. So that I can represent you. So that I can be exactly who you want me to be. Please can't let me remove. And <laughs> these books are not like the best. But we read because it was just... Just enjoy this podcast. Enjoy the episode. Now you don't have to go and read um, the books. Okay? And I love you. Stay strong. Bye.